Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Spitting Seeds Podcast. We got Mario with us. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We got Roman with us. Greetings and salutations, folks. Okay. And we got a special guest with us today. He's joining us on this very honorable panel, Ruim Savchuk. Hello, everyone. A newly engaged man. Congratulations. Thank you. Perfect day for you to be here, actually. That's true. Because this podcast, this is our fifth podcast. We scheduled it like that. Right, definitely. This is episode number five. Episode number five. And we're going to, it's Valentine's Day. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Well, we're recording a day after Valentine's, but still. But people but don't like need to know that. Day, it's like a seven-day holiday. That's what they can doing. think that we recorded it on the 14th. Okay, hey, this is a special Every val- day. Valentine's Day episode. Every day should be yes. Valentine's Day. That's, that's what my true. Wife says. I agree. Wasn't the name, the idea for the name was From Russia With Love? Yes, this episode will be called From Russia With Love. But what if you're from Ukraine? <coughs> that's true. From the Soviet bloc with <laughs> love. From the Eastern bloc with love. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to be covering several... I think some several topics, and I think some of them are going to be a little bit more sensitive, maybe than the others. We're not claiming to be experts, but we just uh, do our best to explore. We are professional amateurs. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, with everything that we talk about, I think on every episode, is the we. A lot of times, it's not exactly a hundred percent. You know professional opinion but more of like us young dudes that haven't lived through much of life opinion so definitely looking forward to feedback and opinions and you know different opinions always open to those but let's start off since it is you know valentine's day it was yesterday so Today. we can, <laughs> but we're gonna we have to talk about what we did for valentine's day what we're gonna do tonight <laughs> <laughs> mario what'd you do for valentine's day Mm, it was low key because we worked, so we just take the wife out shopping. That's oh. not low key. That's that's hard to do. What go out shopping? Go, sh- go out shopping, bro. Like grocery Third. shopping or shopping? No, no, like shopping, shopping. Oh, well, it was man. primarily for me, good so for, it was kind of like good for okay. You. We I don't know, uh, kind of in like what is the apprentices a little bit. We kind of had like not a very official conversation with Ina. That hey, if we go to the mall. Then we go to the mall to shop for me, and then if she needs to shop for herself, she, she goes, goes by herself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so kind of like, dude, it's hard, dude. dude it's hard. It's, hard, it's hard to be a player. Even even like something, again, maybe like I need to be a better husband, but even like grocery shopping, let's say we're driving home, and even like recently, I'm like, okay, let's stop by, get a piece of steak and salary, not salary, aspar- asparagus, and go home. And so I was like, okay, I'm thinking, okay, go, go turn right, go get steak, asparagus right next to it, grab it, go to the uh, check stand. Next so we're going up and down every aisle, getting a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm, like, getting impatient because I'm, like, I'm thinking, okay, walk in, walk out. But then we all decide, like, I'm, like, if we plan on that, say that ahead of time. Like, hey, we're going to go grocery shopping. So, like, prepare my mind for it. But my bad for interrupting. So, you guys went shopping and then? Yeah, we went shopping. And then we just came home, had a nice, <coughs> quiet dinner, chung out. It's good. You enjoyed it? Yeah, it was good. Quali- quality time? We were both aware that. It's just going to be kind of like a messy day just because of life. So we're kind of like low expectations. 
Anna is is actually like huge, huge believer in holidays in general. Mm-hmm. Like like anybody's birthday, who she knows, she will celebrate <laughs> it. Uh, Valentine's Day, Voice Mahomarata, like Thanksgiving, like every holiday, she is just all out, like guns blazing, like let's celebrate this holiday. And me not so much. So we compromised sometimes. And did nothing. <laughs> and did not celebrate. Well, last year we went all out. So this year it was kind of was like, hey, we're busy. We're going to be flying out pretty soon, going on a trip. Well, so some of those are good. Some of those are good. Yeah, it was just nice and low-key. Oh, Ooh. great. You owe us a box of don- donuts. Why? Roman, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, Well, we both came home from work. She had a lot of homework, and um, <coughs> she was not up for anything. So I made... Uh, Fried rice, fried rice and wontons, and then uh, she was doing homework, and I was supporting her doing homework, taking a nap next to her, and that's it. Nice. Sound heck of old right now. I know. But the thing is, for some reason, those like that sounds like super relaxing. Like, man, that's a good day. Like sometimes there are, there are those days when you come home and it's like chill and relax. You're like, that was a, a much needed day. What about our newly engaged man? You guys go all out on your this is your what, first Valentine's Day. Yep, yep. Uh, no, we didn't. We did not Juicy. go all out. No. <laughs> uh, it was just super casual. Maggie also is like, uh, just sort of like goes with the flow type of deal. So it was nice. Just picked her up, grabbed some coffee, uh, spent a couple hours in the South Center area, and then uh, just took out for dinner. It was just simple like that. Where'd you take her? Yeah, out? that's the important part. What do you mean? It was. It wasn't that. You guys ever been to Wildfin? Yeah, it's like some. Like, I've actually heard a lot. Re- she really loves seafood, so I was like, in Tacoma? Hey, no, in uh, Renton, Maine. I've heard oh. good things about Wildfield. Never been. The good place. We went there once for brunch. It was okay. Yeah, I, I heard brunch Very is good. good there. Yeah, so I took her out there and then just dropped her off, and it was just like simple, but she really loved it. I enjoyed it, so it's it's a good time. It's a it's a exciting time. Like you guys are all like, oh, we you know we have to chill at home, but fiance life is like nice and exciting, so. It's one of those things, you know, like life's going to take you in a different direction, but just trying to enjoy the moments you got right now. So yeah, enjoy right it. Right now, you're a fiance, so I'm just taking full advantage of that. No, it is exciting season. My wife's big on that, like reminding both of us. It's like, hey, this is a season of our life and we should enjoy it because we're going to look back at it and be like, oh, you know, we were so young. Oh, we were so broke or whatever. You know, we were starting our lives together. We're still learning and stuff. So really, you know, remember those moments and enjoy them as much as possible. Oh, for sure, for sure. Ruben, are you one of those people that, like, everywhere you go, like, even people don't ask you, you just start, fiancé, my fiancé. <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. I have not, not yet. I'm, fiancé. I'm more low-key. I'm, I'm very, like, when it, when it's in public, I'm very, like, I try not to be, like, even holding hands is, like, weird for me. I just don't show affection in public. So, I don't know. That's going to work. Guy. It's better just to not show affection in general. <laughs> that, that's going sh- to that's gonna that's work great like, can for we, you. That's not on our list of topics, but okay, can we talk about uh, the whole public affection? Like, what's what's okay, what's not okay? This is, this was, we were not planning on talking about that. What do you guys, what are your guys' My thoughts? opinion on PDA is, like, when you're dating and stuff, you know, it's cool. It's whatever you're comfortable with. Everyone has, obviously, different comfort levels. But I feel like people who go out of their way to display their PDA that says a lot more about your relationship than you think. I think people who are comfortable and secure in their relationships, they don't need other Uh-oh. people to see it. And I feel like the people who are all lovey-dovey in your face, like, mm, I love you, baby, I love you. And it's like, 
they probably have some issues going on and they're trying to overcompensate and like to, to prove to people like no we love each other no look 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 at me no, we lo- I, uh, look at me I agree with Mario that P- PDA is unnecessary but for a different reason um, the other day well yesterday I asked yesterday I asked um, I was talking to my uh, two of my friends and one of one of, um, one of my friends' wife died like six months ago and I'm like and I'm like, hey, um, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I'm like, and I thought back up to it. I'm like, oh, man, I should should not have said anything. And that goes with PDA. It's like, you don't know where people are in stages in their life. Some people might still be kids. They don't need to see it. Some people have a painful memory of it. They also don't need to see it. It's just something I feel like. What do you mean by that, painful memory? Well, I mean, someone went through a breakup. Someone's, you know, spouse is not with them anymore. This and that, or someone is still just a child, and they also don't need to see your PDA. I feel like it's unnecessary because, just because you're in the stage of life, doesn't mean that everybody is. Yeah, I think for me, uh, like, I find uncomfortable when somebody, you know, PDA like right in front of me. Let's say, PDA. Like, um, uh, let's define that before we. I think even like kind of like heavy cuddling or like kissing. Probably Let's say if, like if I'm hanging out and sometimes like even happens with friends. It probably happened like even with you guys, but like it doesn't happen very often. But Let's say we'd be chilling and someone like not just like a smooch on a cheek, but kind of like starts like kissing you or something almost like wrestling. And you're like, okay, am I supposed to look away? Do I still participate in a conversation? You almost want to like one of those like I want to get away moments. So I was like, I never want to be the person that's kind of like. You want to show affection to your wife, but you're like, there's a time and place because you don't want to be like the awkward guy that's got like people feel like they need to look away for 30 seconds because you need to like prove your love to somebody else. So you guys remember the PDAs, the the palm top computers, the personal digital assistant. Remember those? That's not what we're talking about. I know, but I just think PDA. Like, remember you have like, like a yeah, little yeah. pad and you have a little yeah, pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I I I don't mind seeing like public people displaying their affection because sometimes it's just like oh you know look at that cute couple you know like they're so but there's like cute and there's like yes and there's like like nasty kind of like okay that's stupid (laughs) yeah people do some and usually yeah like the inappropriate ones are kind of like too much you're like why do you feel like they need to do that right i think it all has something to do with people's like it's all sub uh subconscious and yeah but going back to valentine's Day, because i want to uh brag a little bit uh went uh, we talked about uh for a while to go to uh jazz Bar? jazz uh, alley oh, jazz alley in seattle? in seattle and we drove by it because we pass it every single time we go to wasabi and it's a pretty regular thing so I was like oh jazz alley jazz alley and i heard about it one of my buddies shout out to a couple joe guys both to he went there i talked to him he gave high pra- praises of jazz alley did he go he- alone <laughs> no he because they actually talked on their episode they talked about like expensive dates and he said that's fun was one of his most expensive Ooh. dates because if you buy dinner, but yesterday, you know, was at her parents' house and she ate at her parents' house because she didn't know we're going out because she came home and I'm like, get ready, we're going somewhere. And she's like, oh, where are we going? I, like, if it's dinner, like, I literally just ate. So, you know, they didn't buy dinner, so I just bought steak. Well, that's, a, that's a win-win. <laughs> but it was yeah. a concert. So, but the thing is, the Jazz Alley, you're not, like, even when you make reservations, they ask you, they're like, are you co- coming just for the music or are you going to order dinner? Like, you can, like, yeah, it's very okay to come there and not get food and just watch music. So it's live jazz music. And yeah, it was really fun. We really enjoyed it very much. Live music, is like saxophone, like drum or guitars. And yeah, really good evening. It was very fun. Really enjoyed it. Are you like a jazz connoisseur now? 
I know I wanted to be like you know like start like looking up a couple names be like you know sit at home listen to jazz super super PDA with your jazz now like, <laughs> yeah oh guys listen to this track yeah. Come on. like send like links in the like group message <laughs> new jazz track is like the worst genre of music why what the heck yeah because dude. there's like country there's other stuff that's better uh, than jazz jazz is like has no rhythm to it it's just yeah, like we're sidetracking a it's lot it's like if music threw up turning on oh, Kenny G we're sidetracking like, Kenny G's the man. Yeah, he he went out, bro. He brought jazz to the house. What? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> what do you, What do you guys think? As even with this, every year, the Valentine's Day comes around. There's always, you know, especially. Uh, I don't think it happens with younger people, but it happens with like older generation a little bit with like Slavic community. There's always people be sharing like Valentine's Day is from the devil. Like I saw one today actually. There's like one of the like older Russian. One of the oldest Russians dudes shared like a meme. Not, like it's a meme, but he probably thinks he's sharing like this big facts. Like Valentine's Day started when there was like a military, and they didn't let like guys wed in a you know while they're like out in the battle. And Valentine like married them, married men behind scenes, and so it was like a symbol of love and military gay love, and that's where Valentine's Day came from. And, like there's like 15 different theories I think with like uh, on the internet floating around. So the like. It's, it's you're celebrating pretty much the devil and everything else that has to do with the devil or like not even like that side but the whole like valentine's day as a whole should we is that something that like i mean well like did something you know like with give some attention to it should but some people think that like oh love should be happening all day what it shouldn't be one day a year what are you guys thoughts on that like should it be celebrated like oh my gosh i love you and i'm gonna show you today or is it one of those like hey i love you and i'm gonna show you every day and i don't need February 14th because it's just capitalism capitalizing on money and purchases. I don't think you should be bagging on that guy. He's just trying to find like a cop out to not buy his wife flowers. I don't know. Maybe he's trying it's to like, preach. I think you a lot gotta of times, believe what you got to believe. I think, I think a lot of times when people <laughs> share like silly memes and like super like lame stuff. I really think that it's uh, what's the word when you like not don't know something. Uh, ignorance. Yeah. Kind of like you're just like, oh my gosh, people need to know this. So I think very often it is the ignorance and you really want to spread the message and let people know. I think Valentine's Day, I mean, the roots are something, some Catholic saint, St. Valentine. I'm not sure what the story is, but um, I agree with it in, in like as a concept. Like it's like a day where just kind of you celebrate romance and celebrate, you know, like affection and showing affection to one another. And that's totally fine. Um, you can argue that you should be doing that every day, you know, which like you can't be you know it's hard to just do that every day because there's life and things you know but it's just that one day a year where it's kind of like it's kind of like christmas like well, we should celebrate christmas every day you know it's christmas every day it's like yeah it's easy to say that but you know that's why we celebrate christmas it's actually a good comparison we celebrate christmas once a year and it's like a time where you specifically dedicate a day to think about you know christmas what it's all about and then i think valentine's day is kind of the same we're just like okay, it's a special day where like on this day I'm gonna like go yeah. out of my way to show some affection. It's like saying like, well, in January you're not happy that Jesus yeah. was born. Yeah, ex- <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's the example. But I was gonna bring up too. To uh, caveat on that, I think that it has become over capital, uh, like commercialized, cap- like capitalistic, capitalistic. I guess if that's the word. But I, I think Valentine's Day, either Valentine's Day or Mother's Day, are like the number one uh, highest like selling days for candy and flowers yeah i love those days because like on mother's day or like yesterday i popped in to get flowers before getting home and, and there's like, like a 50, fat line yeah. of dudes <laughs> yeah. and like i was like before i'd like be more like shy but like like walking through you know looking to flowers and like 
looking at the older guy next to me. I'm like, better pick good ones. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's like a whole bunch of dudes just like walking around with big old flower bouquets. Why does Valentine's Day have the worst tasting candy? <laughs> I don't know. It's just chocolate. I don't think I ever tr- never tried their candy things, so. But that's kind of what like what I don't like about it, where it becomes almost like a requirement. Like yeah. it's Valentine's Day. I don't even love my wife anymore, but I have to buy flowers. I have to buy chocolates. You know, that's just. I'm just saying that I don't mean it. Yeah, I've never been a fan of the guy who's like uh, he'll never treat his wife to anything. Like you go, let's say like uh, you know she had a long week and he's just sort of like oh whatever it's Friday or whatever, but then Valentine's Day comes or for. Uh, a lot of Slavic guys we celebrate uh, March 8th and you're like oh let's give her flowers let's give her candy so for me from my point of view I've never liked that type of guy who was always just like oh since it's a holiday I have to get her flowers like yeah. you guys are talking about only on holidays yeah yeah basically so I mean and I've never been able to really challenge myself with this but it's one of those things where it's like alright well how often am I doing it but I definitely think it's also like Mario was mentioning you know it's just one of those days where you're like oh why not and so it's almost like a uh, let me let me realize what I have in front of me, whether it's my wife or for me, like in my case, my fiance, just someone like that where you're like, hey, why not just celebrate her today? But I've also never been a fan of, you know, the type of guy who literally only celebrates either Mother's Day or Valentine's Day. Just like, oh, it's dedicated. So you have to. Get if you're not doing those things, yeah. if you're not like treating your mom 100%. or celebrating Christmas, you know, other parts of the year, yep. if you're not loving on your wife or your your significant other or your husband, whatever. If you're not like showing them affection throughout the year, just don't just do it on that one day. You might as well just skip it all together and just be like, "Hey, I actually don't really love you, so I'm not gonna just you know buy you flowers because it's kind of yeah. a, you know." Yeah, dude, this is good. Like I'm always like, just like pro- processing it and like thinking to myself like, like what Ruben said, uh, if you buy it just for the holidays and you say you don't buy it ever, you know, so it's like one of those you should still buy on a Valentine's Day because let's say every gr- girl gets flowers like. And your wife's like, ah, oh, I didn't get it because he got, got me flowers a week ago. But still, you know, everybody's getting flowers. You want to be like, oh, like I got one too. It just, you know, it's still nice. It's like we keep like coming back to like Christmas as, as an example. It's like if you get your wife something two weeks before Christmas and on Christmas you're like, oh, I didn't get you anything. I got you something two weeks ago and I'm going to get you something in January. So like I don't have to get you. Can you still get it on a holiday? But to be mindful to get it outside of just the holiday. So it's not you. She doesn't feel like you're getting it just because you have to. Yeah. What's the what's the saying you always say? Uh, either uh, f- feast or famine. Yeah, feast or famine. So like, if the whole year it's like a famine, and then on Valentine's Day it's like this big feast of affection. Like that's that's not correct. I don't think. But I mean, I yeah, I agree with you. Like Christmas, uh, like Valentine's Day, just like Christmas is like, if you're gonna <laughs> say, well, you gotta treat every day like Valentine's Day. Well, then you have to treat every day like Christmas. You have to treat every day like Easter. At least well, try. Yeah, it, it, and it's obviously it's. It's At least one like of the, once a month. Yeah, it's one of those things. It was like, uh, yeah, you got to treat every day like Valentine's Day. But on Valentine's Day, you better, you know, show affection. And, I mean, I'm not like Mario. I'm not a socialist. I do believe in capitalism. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I do believe in excuse. Remember, he's a liberal. liberal. <laughs> yeah, I Mario. I am puzzled. <laughs> you're, I'm you're, baffled. You're such a baffled. liberal. No, but uh, I think... The fact that, like, if somebody's trying to, like, if a business is trying to capitalize on a nation's greed, God bless them. It's one of those. It's one of those things. that's like, if, like, you can't blame me for trying to sell my product if all these people are buying them. I think the craziest capitalistic day is a day after Thanksgiving. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. you spend the whole day literally like, oh, this is so dreadful. Yeah, yeah. 
and then people like trampling on top of each other. Yeah. And then the whole the Cyber Monday, like whoever invented that is a genius. We're now is pretty much beating sales of Black Friday. No, mm. I know. And Black Friday sales are not necessarily dipping too much, but no, like, they're rising every year. Yeah, exactly. It's year and then there's Cyber Monday. But anyways, going back like to the thing, it's I, I I I don't mind. I have no problem with Valentine's Day because yes, you should show affection every day. But on Valentine's Day, let's let, let's put aside a day to not only let's. Even if you don't show affection to your wife, just step back into yourself. Just appreciate the fact that you have somebody. Step back and think that, yeah, this is a great person. You know, just like, you know, maybe maybe post the picture on social media. You know, like an, I did that. I, uh, I haven't posted it in a while. And I posted a picture. Yeah. Right? Fishing see, for see, likes. See, huh? That's how I, that, no, that's how I know you love. Ina, because if you didn't post, <laughs> <laughs> that's actually speaking of PDA. I feel like a lot of times social media for some people, if they're like over post of like how obsessively in love they are, and I'm like, who are you trying to convince? Are you trying to convince us or yourself or like exactly? So when people like over, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like we get it. I've you been lo- very skeptical of social media lately. We get it. We, you love your kid, you know. Now stop posting pictures of your baby because there's lots of creeps out there that are looking at your baby. I'm too. A, for some reason I almost have less issue with the kid because like some parent, like some like people like say that hey, once you get a kid and like all this, but. I don't know, but especially... We'll revisit that when we have kids. Okay, yeah, yeah back to Valentine. Like, yeah, what if we become the guy who's like, yo, look, my kid yeah. just crawled. <laughs> the world needs to see. And we're like, no, we don't. <laughs> no, but I, I, I support Valentine's Day and everything. Like, oh, if, that is my... Okay, well, the thing is, like, somebody will, you know, will make a point that Valentine was not a good person. Okay, fine. Let's... I'll give you... That's the like, f- but that's most holidays. Okay, whatever. You can find like the, yeah. the worldly roots. Whatever, but like be a devil's advocate and say that Valentine is bad, but don't... Like, I mean, but like let's say like in some case may, maybe Valentine was the worst person in the world, but that we're not celebrating him. We're celebrating... Like I'm celebrating Mona. You're celebrating... Redeeming, redeeming. You're celebrating <laughs> Ina. You're celebrating Anna. Uh, you're celebrating Maggie. It's not. You're not celebrating. You're not celebrating. Well, why aren't they celebrating us? They are. You're supposed to. Isn't it like May fifth? It it's feels like very one sided. I think May fifth. Yeah, like in in actually in Ukraine, like USSR, it was actually a very big important day. Yeah, but for some reason we don't celebrate that here. And they got it stacked, bro. They got February There's war on masculinity <laughs> in America, <laughs> Mario. They got February, you liberal. They got February fourteenth. How's that liberal? We need to have toxic a national. Feminine. Yeah, we need toxic to, feminist. It's, they got February fourteenth, and then March eighth, like right after the other. There's like, dude, war on masculinity. <laughs> I'm running out of money for flowers. Okay, you're just bragging that you're like this romantic dude. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, uh, Why you gotta call me out? <laughs> No, but you, Valentine's and all of this stuff. Did you guys ever talk about or ever come up, uh, came up in conversations? Do you guys know what your and your spouse's love language is? Yes. Yes. Oh, what? Have you? Did you ever? Yeah. yeah. I know, New guy. I know Maggie's is like it's something like a he still hasn't no her, uh, she, unlocked all of them. So no. he <laughs> okay, know. so there's uh, here. Here is five of them. Okay, okay. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Saying like I love yeah, you. Yeah. I think like really speaking. You what your thoughts. Uh, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And you can actually go online. Uh, I think it's Gary Chapman is the author. And yeah. like, you could go to the website yeah. and you could do a like, little like a two-minute quiz. I took that and test though, and that test is very – like it's what you want it to be. It's like very – I'm sure it's not like a very thorough, but it's like I think gives you an idea. Right, yeah. For me and Mona, for me, 
I, uh, well, she pointed out to me multiple times, and I kind of know this about myself. For me, it's acts of service, and for Mona, it's quality time. That's uh, me, and Nina. Like the same thing. For me, it was uh, you, the acts of service, and for her, quality time. And I'm still learning what quality time is. <laughs> uh, I think I, I always still go to is us being together in the same place. And so I'm bro, like, that's oh, not- yo, we hang out. Well, you have a day. And I, I don't think I've shared Quality. That. Quality is the main I don't think word, I shared that in the time. previous episodes, but like the idea of quality time. And I thought that I'm like being a dope husband. I don't think I've shared it before. And once I was like at work and like I had stuff to do after work. And I'm like, you know what? It's been a busy week. I'm going to go and I'm going to spend time with my wife today. Quality time with my wife. So I get home like at 3 o'clock. We hang out till like 9, 10 p.m. She's doing homework. I'm like doing some work stuff. And we're kind of like we're in the, sitting at the same table like talking, you know, doing work together. And I'm like the whole time I'm like patting myself in the back. I'm like I'm being a dope husband right nice. now. I'm freaking at home for like seven hours just me and my wife. And we're in the evening we're like getting ready for bed. And she's like, so uh, when are we going to hang out? <laughs> Yo, I had to like oh, hold what? myself back. Cut, cut you down to size. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, well, I thought we hang out a little bit today. <laughs> no, but like, oh, we're like busy. But yeah, quality time for men that are listening. It's full attention. And we talked about it even yesterday. Nice. That for her, the biggest gift she can get, the highest and the most precious thing is your full attention. Even if it's a half an hour, one hour. But it's without a phone, it's without a TV show, it's without anything, without other people, just you and her sitting and just talking, looking at each other. Anything outside of that is not quality time. Or yes. or even if you're hanging out, just two of you, but you're not like on your phone, you're not distracted, it's just like you're having like really good conversation, just two of you, without distractions, that's quality time. Emphasis so, on the word quality, not on the word So time, homies, yeah. nice. you own me. advice. Yeah, dude. All you have to do this, is this to one's free. I've been married for almost three years, bro. I know everything bro, there is to know about a, marriage. Yeah, you should write a book. Like, there is. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. No, but yeah, speaking of, she did a little test and she was, hers was like quality time and I think touch. But I think hers are actually touch. But you're not married yet, so you were like, yeah, oh, so my I'm bad. Like, sorry. Hey, wait, wait a second. Air fives. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I, know. I understand quality time, but also there's no touch going on. So, no, you sure, know, yeah. you, you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, you arrived a little late to that joke. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mario? Yeah. What about what's your love language? Oh, it's the touch, definitely. It is. Yeah. Mm. Mine was actually very. I was like, I didn't take the test, but I realized I really am like a word of affirmations guy. I don't know why. If someone just tells me like, "Hey, yo, you're doing a good job," or like, "Hey, you're killing it," or just like, "Hey, like, thank you for doing this," just if someone admires me for literally the smallest thing, which I don't really need it. But I just realized I really appreciate that a lot. It's so I, don't, one, I don't know if that's a love language. Wow, Ruben. No, so that was a very good speech. I appreciate that. Really well, what helped, how it helped me understand the foul language. Because all of these things sound nice. Like words of information, right. quality times, receiving gifts. All of those are nice. But I think how I understood it better for me is if one of these were missing, which one would be the most significant? Let's say if she doesn't buy you gifts, you're like, oh, you know, like it's obviously you'd appreciate if she buy you a gift. But if she doesn't, you kind of like, oh, it's fine, you know, mm-hmm. like she appreciates me. So it's like if one of those is missing and let's say like that's your main one, you really feel like you almost like maybe like start questioning or doubting like, yo, she's been like rude to me or I didn't feel like she likes me very much what or whatever. What was yours, uh, Acts of service. So like, so you would prefer acts of service over touch? I, so, but like almost consider acts of service. Uh, like it's like I thought about it. It's like service <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> almost, it's like, yeah, he's sick. 
it's like uh, yeah i feel like when nina's like goes out of her way to like help me do stuff for me something like that i'm like man that's dope because she didn't have to do it and yeah i feel very loved by her and maybe because let's say you there's like you know like an abundance of like the other or like yeah gift is definitely not one of them words of affirmation i think you know is really good uh, like encouraging all the time and reminding me and and everything so yeah i think uh yeah acts of service because i think maybe it's because i think i feel like almost like it's like hardest to do because let's say she comes home from school work working 12-hour shift you know all that stuff and then she comes home and say and do something go out of her way to still do something for me i'm like man she's like a tired it'd be much e- better option for her to like lay down and pass out but if she does something you're like oh man that's dope like it means something you know to me because i know that it means like it costs her something to do that so yeah so we talked about it so for me it's acts of service well yeah i think a lot of girls are quality time because uh maybe especially with us guys i think a lot of us we suck at quality time well because we, we could literally just be us four guys in the room all day and we could I, just be kicking I could be it. on my own for like a week <laughs> before i start to like man where did she go <laughs> what like i'm i i'm very okay very content with just being alone spending time alone i enjoy it I I like those after I hang out a lot, but if I am alone, I feel, and it's one of those when I was like introvert, extrovert, but and of course, it was like importance to both, but very often I feel very like rejuvenated if I hang out with like a group of people and like laugh and talk and joke around and I come home and I feel very, you know, re- re-energized. But of course, there are days when you just come home and you just chill, chill at home all day and you feel super relaxed but okay with us on like dating and going out and all those valentine's days and flowers and roses and restaurants but our parents are especially our grandparents they didn't grow up with any of this like their like dating life marriage or proposals was very different even i think even right now when we're like dating and get married it's very much so a lot of emphasis on like feelings and butterflies and all those things. What do you guys think of our like parents and especially grandparents getting married in like USSR? Very different atmosphere, very different culture and tradition of like what it meant to be married, what it meant to love your wife. What do you what do you guys think of that? Like I don't think they were like, Oh my gosh, like for some reason like I don't the our grandparents, let's say our grandpas, did they like see you know the wife that they married and our grandmas they're like oh man she's so freaking hot like oh, i love her or is it more like you know what not dobra divchina you know it's gonna be good for my you know family let's just marry and go on was that love or what would you, or was that let's say do they learn to love each other do they love each other well, what are you guys thoughts on all of that um i think it's kind of interesting because they came from a totally like i've said this before they came from a, it's a different world um the Soviet Union, just their mentality, everything in society is all very different. So for some of them, I've actually talked to a few older couples uh, in the Soviet community, people that have been married for a long, long time, like longer than I've been alive by by two times, you know. And it's like, well, you know, why did you guys get married? You know, do you guys love each other? You know, this and that, like kind of expecting like an answer, like, yeah, we loved each other. It was a Cinderella kind of story. And it was like, um, no. I don't know if we ever really loved each other. We were pretty good friends. Um, you know, we we lived together. We got along well. We raised a family. I don't know if we ever really loved each other. It was just kind of seemed like the right move. I lived in this village, and there's really, like, no way out of the village for me. 
Uh, but then, like, I met him at this church when I went to a different town, and that was my way out, you know, because, like, my town sucks, and his town was better, so we just both agreed, like, hey, we should get married, you know, we should raise a family, kind of like this and that, and it was very just like a, like a, like a job, like a job transfer, you know, like, I'm working at this job, and it sucks, and I don't see myself moving up, so I, like, go across the street, and there's this other job, and they're offering me, like, this good position, and I'm like, well, I don't love this job, you know, it's totally just like a, a move, like a, I'm trying to move up. And a couple of people that I've talked to, they kind of describe it like that. And I, I'm sure there were, I mean, there's always, there's those people that are just like hopeless romantics, you know, and I'm sure those people always have been around. And I think, and I've talked to some people too, who are like madly in love, you know, their whole life. They're, you know, they're in their eighties old, but they're still super cute, like pinching each other, you know, and just like very like lovey dovey. And so I'm, I guess it goes both ways. Um, because I guess most of our grandparents and parents, they weren't, like, full, like, communist Soviet. They were kind of Christian, like, trying to hide from that. So for them, they it might be a little bit different, but um, it's kind of interesting. Russia has the highest divorce rate in the world. Yeah, out yeah. of all the countries in the world? Out of all the countries, yeah. And then the other Slavic countries Is are... Is it a pretty reliable source? No, yeah, it's reliable. So you can Google it. Well, not, like, a random blog by, like... RussiansforMarriages.com. I hate, I hate <laughs> Russians.org. <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a legit thing. Uh, America is number two, oh, but the other like Slavic Eastern European countries are all pretty high on the list too. It seems like it's kind of a phenomenon in all these like post-Soviet countries. Almost, I mean, obviously it's high in America too, but yeah, Russia has the highest. Is America about well, like about fifty percent? I think it's like fifty-five. I think something like that. There's like a. A very inaccurate. The always like oh, in Christian uh, American Christian couples, it's like a fifty percent uh, rate uh, divorce rate as, but it's actually people that un- identify themselves as Christians, but it goes significantly lower. If if a, let's say the couple attends church like even like once or twice, yeah. So let's say even if it's once or twice a month to go to church, the divorce rate goes significantly down. So, because, yeah, it always there's, like, a random, like, stat, like, oh, there's, like, a 55 general rate and 50% yeah. in Christians. And it's actually very, like, inaccurate. But back to what we were talking about. So, it is interesting because, like, our people, our age, our generations here in America, it's much more about, you know, like, romance and, like, is she the one? You know, it's all about, like, love and emotions and this and that. You know, it's not just, like, well, look. I'm not doing so hot in life. Her family's balling. If I marry her, I'll get a good job. I'm set up for life. Whatever, we'll live together. You know, it's not really like that. It's like, oh, she's the one. She makes me, you know, like like you said, I have butterflies in my stomach. And just every time I think about her, my heart flutters. And, and I think because we grew up watching a lot of movies here. And that's, I mean, that yeah. is a form of like propaganda almost where like we are we have been like trained to expect that to like standard that this, that this prince is gonna swoop in and save you and you're gonna find this fabulous girl and everything's gonna be great do you feel like you were the prince i, I, Sometimes I, in. I, I feel like i was a princess I like, I like what you're getting at um <clears throat> the the fact that the movies and the propaganda the just because the way we're talking about the way they were raised and the way like they got married does not mean does not mean it was wrong 
No, no, it's not mean wrong. It was just different, but it just it works for them. But can it be overemphasized? What say, which, one, which one are you you're saying that was not wrong? Let's say our grandparents getting married or us getting married. Which one, I guess, is? Uh, I'm I'm saying that like yeah, follow like right now everyone's saying you got to fall in love to get married, and I I do agree with that, and um, you know it's it's a great thing, but I feel like marriage for convenience, we shouldn't poo poo that as much as this culture does because. Just because that's not the way we do it now doesn't mean it's the wrong way of doing it. Well, historically, marriage, what is marriage? Marriage is just the union of two people. If you go way back in the day, marriage was just like two rich dudes. Like, hey, I got a daughter. You got a son. I'll give you a bunch of sheep. Let me have your daughter like to marry my son. It was like a total transaction, like 100%. Women were property. Well, but, but do, do you think those people loved each other? Let's say after, let's say, a guy and a girl get together. Let's say their dad's decided and they get married. Do they love each other or what was that? I'm sure there are some cases where yes. I've talked to some people who are from India, and India arranged marriages is a very big thing. And some of them, I mean, obviously it's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm happy that you know, like obviously there's some bias and stuff. But a lot of these people they say that it's a really good system because uh, your parents do like kind of like you know, oh your parents know better than you. You're a teenager, you're gonna just marry somebody and it's not gonna work out. And your parents have more kind of a wisdom and they'll pick somebody who's more suited for you, somebody who's maybe smarter and more like stable, and from a lot of the people I've talked to, they're like, you know, it was weird and it felt like weird, you know, but that's just kind of culture. So I accepted it and we've been together for this many years. We have this many kids and I've learned to love him, you know, like I've learned to get along with him. We've learned, you know, kind of this and that. And so I think that marriage in general is, is just a very broad term. Like marriage doesn't have to be all romantic and lovey dovey. A marriage could I be, guess, I guess to, to a question is, which marriages are better and i guess you can define better in different ways let's say did our grandparents have better marriages or us lovey-dovey culture have better marriages statistically statistically our parents are our what do you mean by the statistically divorce or? yeah divorce but okay but divorce could be skewed because right. say you were super looked down upon so if right. you're like, you get excommunicated that's, from the community that's what i'm saying Statistic- right now it's like accepted so you're like oh yeah you're not feeling it? of course why would you stick around with somebody that, you don't love yeah i understand that but i feel like it's a it's a case by a case basis i feel like if you are a person that's willing to work on things because you will get married with for love but life is long. You might be, you might fall out of love. But then you have to, you know, you have to crawl. You know, you have to get back there, or you, there will be tough times that you have to work through and stay in love. And there, uh, or, or you, uh, you can be the kind of person that that fights for everything, and you know, fighting for love. Or if you are a person that like this back in the day got married for convenience, but you are a more of a positive person and. You make it work. You get used to each other. You learn to love each other. But what or, is fighting for love? Well, I mean, like because the argument can f- be made fight, like either you love her or you don't. So no, like, you're trying no, to no, force no. yourself to love yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like forcing yourself to love her. More that like doesn't sound very cute and romantic. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But did you know that girls also fart? Okay, wow. No, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> Wait, hold up. <laughs> okay, let's what keep I'm talking try- about love. What I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is, uh, what I'm trying to say is, love is not always all cute and romantic some like you like say you got married for love but life is long there, there will be times you'll have to work on it 
Here's a, like a, a quote. I think it's from a movie or something, and I, I heard it, and I was like, yeah, the Mario the quote guy. He's becoming the, the quote yeah. guy. <laughs> right. And it was, it was like, uh, I was saying, like, love is like a snowflake. Every single one is different. Like, everybody's perception of love for everyone, like, what you think love is is different than what I think love is, you know, than, is different than what he right. thinks love is. So, I think that love is Did just... Did you just make up the quote? No. <laughs> is it a good one? Yeah, that's powerful, know. bro. I don't know. Hey. I, was, I was like, what if our my snowflakes are super similar? <laughs> well, my life will never be the same. No, every snowflake is different. You didn't know that? Uh, I heard that, but I don't know how like, true that is because I was like... Well, go outside and look. Yeah, but you have to like uh, compare every snowflake in the world to... Like, well, you're a snowflake. The burden actually, you you have to prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah. when, you, when it snows, you could pick up a couple of snowflakes and look different. Yeah, but there's but like billions. When it, when there's like billions. Yeah, wow. That's true. Well, in, you can't run around yeah, the well, anyways, so According to like, statistics, there's supposed to be like... A hundred people that look exactly like you in the world, which would be true. No, I don't think it's exactly like you. But anyways, what I was trying to say is that uh, it depends on the kind of person you are and how hard you're willing to work for it. Because if you marry for love, there will be times that you'll have to work for it. And if you marry for convenience, you can be a positive guy and learn to love that person. Or you can be a negative guy and marry for love and not work. And you can be a negative guy and marry for convenience and be like, well, this is stupid. Well, but the idea is, I think, uh, especially in our generation, when we use words like fight for love and fight for and, you know, learn to love them, I think the very common, you know, argument is, well, I don't love her, so why am I going to stick around? Or, like, I stopped loving her. I don't think the she's the one for me, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, yeah, the whole idea, I think right now, like, our generation views as like if you have to fight for it then it's not real love because either you get the butterflies or you don't so which one is it you don't get the butterflies well in you that love in that case in that case you get the butterflies and then next year butterflies will disappear you have to find another one you'll get butterflies with and next year butterflies with will disappear and you have to find another one yeah like jeff like the mr jeff bezos like he's like oh we grew apart you know like and we could be like, well, they grew nah, apart. Homie just got heck of rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, she got rich too. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so even for him, it's like, do you tell, let's say, our, let's say our generation, our culture could be like, well, they don't love each other anymore. Like, why would you force them to be together? But then, you know, there's like, you know, the, our, our grandparents' generation. And I was like, no, you stick around and you learn to love each other. And yeah, so I guess what is, I guess, what, what is love? Well, something Mario mentioned earlier, which was interesting, was how, you know, you're like a teenager and your parents sort of choose uh, someone for you. When I was uh, starting to pursue Maggie and trying to date her, uh, one thing that was very evident and, and big in my life back in that season was uh, blessings. You know, it wasn't specifically, oh, I want parents' blessings or I want, you know, a pastor's blessing. It was just like blessing in general. When you have older people, you know, rooting for you and giving you advice and, and praying for you and stuff. Uh, it's a really big deal. And one of the things that we both saw was, you know, I brought her up to my parents. I was like, Mom, you know, what do you think of her? She's like, super solid girl. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, what people say, super solid. And she would, I mean, she went into more detail. And she was telling me the same thing about her parents. She was like, uh, for me, the biggest deal was dad was like, hey, it's okay. And she was like, I was very, you know, I wasn't sure what to say, but I was just like, hey, dad, what do you think of him? And right away, he was like, hey, solid guy. Like, I love him. And for me, yeah, it's now like, you're, now you're just praising yeah, yourself. No, no. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> do it. No, ASAP. And so, and so one of the things I'm trying to get to is that even though I feel like, and you know, some people might not believe in this or follow these guidelines, but for me, it was a big deal even before I started to date her. And so now that, you know, we were getting closer, we we're getting more serious. That was a big part. It was like, hey, parents, 
We want to make sure you guys are okay with this. And I feel like a lot of people sometimes disregard parents. And they're like, oh, well, parents are old. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, but for both of us, that was like a very big deal. It was like, hey, if you know, if one of the parents are like, hey, no, that's a no-go, as hard as it would have been, which I can't imagine now, but if they said no, you know, we would have had to breaking it off. And so one of those things is it's a big deal is is blessing and, you know, parents sort of guiding you through that, which I know, you know, not everyone is in the same situation as we both were and uh, being that blessed and, uh, you know, to, to have someone like that. But Yeah, no, I know. I know so, uh, uh, some couples, the, they uh, come on. Musical pause. <laughs> is, that, is that like a first for the uh, podcast? Yeah, no. Uh, and the last. Nice. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, ba- uh, back to what Rome was saying, I think I know some couples that didn't have parents' blessing. I think it's probably one of the hardest things to do because it's like it is one of the biggest decisions, biggest things in Probably next to, you know, being saved, this is the biggest decision in life you're going to make. And if parents are beefing, I think it's very wise to look, you know, for advice and support and blessing from parents for, you know, for a kid, you know, a guy or a girl. But I think from parents, I think sometimes the parents that some parents make a mistake is they really start pushing like only this girl or like you're never going to get married to this girl no matter what. I think it's very wrong. And I think our pastor speaks up about that, that for parents to be very careful to give advice, but let the child know, be like, hey, but it is your decision. You're responsible for your decision, and I will support you. Because what happens, let's say Room's trying to get married, and he comes to his dad, and he's like, dad, I'm trying to get married to to this girl. And he's like, no way, I know this and this and this. There's no way you're getting married to this girl. And Room's like, no, I really like her. And then Room wants to respect his dad's opinion. So like, you know what? Screw! I'll break it up with her and gets married to a different girl. And what happens in life is, let's say, room gets married to a different girl. Life gets hard, and the first thing that crosses his mind is like, "Dad, screw you! If I got married to the girl that I actually liked very much, we wouldn't have these problems that we're having right now." So I think uh, so. It goes back, but then if he supports your decision, the responsibility is on you. Like, hey, I made a decision. I made it, but then you, if let's say, people force you to marry or not marry someone. I think it's very easy to have doubts when the hard seasons come in life. It's like, man, my mom was wrong. My dad was wrong. If I got married to another girl, mm-hmm. I would never have this in my life and stuff. So well, I think that's the very, very dangerous part because you almost like brush off the responsibility off of you if your parents kind of force you to marry. But again, you know, like people went through that and there's couples that get married like that and they're happy. You know, I'm sure it's not easy. And I think it's a very sensitive thing yeah, yeah. and it's not an easy thing to go through. But, I, yeah, I think parents should be very careful, you know, by making marry or not marry somebody. Yeah, call it, call it superstition, but I actually know someone uh, who, who was like that where their their spouse was approved by uh, one of the parents. And it wasn't, you know, two years, five years. It was multiple, maybe 12, 15 years down the road where finally what they said uh, was basically spoken, not because they were like, Yo, this guy, or you know, this and this is gonna happen, like exactly. Yeah. But the the mom didn't bless the marriage, uh, but she attended the wedding. She was just like, "Hey, I'm letting you know this is what I feel about the man," and you know, s- s- sure enough, a couple years down the road, what her fear was, it ended up happening, and you know, you know, stuff went down with their family. They had to break it off, and so called that, you know, superstition, called that not obeying your parents. But that's why 
you know, blessing for me was such a big deal. It was like when I heard that story, you know, and I didn't know this family very well, but I was just like, dang, that is, that's a pretty intense stuff where something simple is like, hey, mom, you know what, whatever, I love this, I love this guy. But something that simple could literally yeah. fall. I you, think it's you know, not even like superstition, but, but more like sowing the seed of like when life gets harder, like you're going through like learning season and you start learning to figure out because you're like, no, I like her. I like, I like him. So, you know, we have to figure it out. But I think when there's a hard season hits and you start thinking like, man, maybe my mom was right. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is not a good guy. Maybe she's not a good girl. Like, man, maybe I did make a mistake. So then you're like, start falling yeah, back on that instead of like, no, I made a decision. You know, we'll figure it out instead of like going back like, dang it, my mom was right. My dad was right. right. Okay, what's, the, you know, like I messed up and stuff. So well, almost like a scapegoat or like easier to like, yeah, hey, like I was wrong or I was forced. So I got two things to say. First one is like, is love some sort of car? People get into it. People fall off of it. Like... What's the deal? Like I fell in love, I fell into this like into a well, and then like oh, I fell out of love. Like <laughs> when people say fell in love, that that just has like the the connotations of I didn't have a choice. Like I fell in love. But what about when you fall out of love? That's also you didn't I have made, a choice. Yeah, did somebody also, kick you out? Yeah, or no, did no. You that's also out? an excuse. That's also an excuse. Like I fell out. So of what is love? Then, for, how would I you define not, love? I did not have a choice. I fell out of love. What was I supposed to do? So that's kind of where I'm heading. To. A, a, a love is a chemical mixture in your brain that makes you go crazy in order for you to reproduce and have a next generation. Okay, well, very, biology, <laughs> very scientific. No, I think we're I, here, we're married because of science. <laughs> <laughs> yes, think, chemical uh, romance. Love. Ooh. Good band. Yeah. Flashback to 2006. <laughs> I don't listen to heathen music, Mario. Neither do I. I had a, I had a phase. <laughs> Just a phase, mom. <laughs> it's not a phase. <laughs> I wear mascara. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, love. I think love is, I Uh-oh. think. Guys, uh, Mario does not wear mascara. Not right now. Okay, so what is, Mario, tell us what love is. Cause I think that love, uh, we talked about this in depth like before we got married when we got married i'm a strong believer and i I know we'll touch on base we'll touch base on this later about like the one and all that stuff but i think love is more of like what roman was talking about when you get the butterflies for somebody and it's like you know and then it goes away that's emotion that's not love love is a decision i think love is a mental decision uh because you can you can love people day and night you know a hundred people like back, you know, you can love a ton of people when it's just running off emotions because it's this new person and they're so great. And you're just like, wow, how can there be such a perfect person in the world? You know, and you just feel excited and there's bubbles and or butterflies and <laughs> stuff like that. I don't Doing know. bubbles ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like that's just all emotion. Like that's what Roman said. It's a chemical. It's just a rush of endorphins. It's a rush of dopamine and your body just like it feels good. Infatuation is Infatuation. what it's called. Infatuation. Yeah. And, and Roman is right on that level that it is chemical. But I think love in the sense that we kind of talk about it is a decision. Like, and I remember in our wedding vows, like when I was writing them and I, th- I was thinking about it a long time because I was just like, if I'm going to write my own vows, put a little bit of thought into them. And how like... Love is a choice, and it's like, basically, like, you know, when you're saying I do at the altar, you're saying I do, like, agree that I am, I will decide to, I will decide to love you every day. 
that like even when things are gonna suck and even when we're fighting and mad or sick or health, you know, sick or health, butterflies or, are not there. Yeah, even when the butterflies are no, are no longer there, just be like, hey, I made the decision that I'm still gonna love this person, that I'm still gonna be committed to this person. Like, yeah, even, love is a very broad term. I think like commitment is a better word. Like. I agree that I will be committed to you for you know till till death do us part. Like I don't just like when the when the emotions and, and the chemicals wears off, I'm gonna just start like d- you know despising you and you know I I choose to that even when it's rough and even if when I don't want to, I will still decide and I will still like pursue you and want to be committed to you and care for you. Even when I don't want to, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like when, yeah, when that science experiment in your brain, you know, is over, like every day, it's um, a lot of times the propaganda that we we're talking about earlier is that like little science experiment in your brain to where like your brain is, you know, has the chemical reaction when it's gone, your love is gone, you know, now what am I supposed to do? I don't love you anymore. But actual love is making the decision where that science experiment that's in your brain is gone you still choose to love them. You still choose to be with them and support them. And there are, you step into a next phase of love and uh, which is like a phase of like discovering like the deeper parts of each other, yeah, this and, and that. Friendship and companionship. Yeah. And all of us here, we're obviously like, we haven't been married for very long. So we're not like some deep philosophers <laughs> on love. I know. We're still figuring it out too, but just kind of, these are very high. We mind. know everything. There is we don't. I don't love. think we even have ten. I read a blog we, and I watched the YouTube videos. I know yeah, everything about. We barely love. have ten years of marriage between all of us. Combined, here. yeah, combined, barely. <laughs> I, 10 I years bring of you guys marriage. down. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're bringing down <laughs> our average, bro. Down <laughs> in the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, and we'll move. You move on after this, but I think for every person, married or not married, planning to get married, wanting to get married in the future. I think before I got married, I, you, I try to read now too, but I read a lot more. Uh, had a lot more t- free time, or a lot more like zeal for reading too. And especially after you know, because I got married when I was just twenty five, almost twenty six, and so I had like time to read and stuff. So like even marriage books, like every time there's like new marriage, like it'd be like a Christian marriage book advertised. I'm like, oh yeah, I need it. You know, like I, I'm gonna know everything I need to know about marriage. So I read, you know, several like random, you know, like marriage books and stuff. But I think single or married or planning to get married, a must must read, but very carefully. It's not a hard read, but you have to think through it. Is Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. And he talks about all these feelings and love and actions and how love is a feeling and it does come and go. And but if you view love as a verb, love is something that you do. Like, what does it mean to love your wife? Quality time. Let's say I'm got words of formation, buying gifts. So let's say tomorrow you're like, you know what? I don't have the butterflies as I did yesterday. But you're like, okay, what does my wife love? Quality time. And let's say go and walking in the park. You're like, okay, I'm gonna do that. And he said, the feelings will follow actions a lot more often and it's almost guaranteed the feelings will follow action so even if you're like oh today i mean you know, it's not exactly you know like this uh, super crazy feeling but you're still following through and you're still loving and you're still being a good person that's what is like loving your wife like hey i love my wife and i choose to you know spend quality time and help her and serve her and be encouraging to her and yeah very very good book and I think one another thing that we t- you wanted to mention is let me mention one more thing. Uh, I'm not trying to advocate for anybody settling, you know, or anything like that. But 
I think uh, everybody wants and needs love. Uh, everybody does. That's just part of our human condition. We need we need like to feel uh, appreciated. We need to feel loved. And everybody looks for it in one place or another, either in you know healthy choices or you make unhealthy choices for yourself. But everyone looks for love. And not to say that you should settle for somebody, but uh, I think a lot of people, they have a skewed mentality of what like love is and should be. That's a very, very good and thing. They'll, and like, they'll have something that's very good, and then they'll throw it away because they think the grass is greener, and then that you don't realize kind of what you had until it's gone. And the fact is that most of us in the world are very average people. Uh, most of us are not, you know, some supermodel or some genius or something. Most of us are pretty average Joes, except you, Roman. Sorry. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> sorry. say. Sorry, except you. You're you're extraordinary. Uh, but I feel like most people, we're all pretty average people, you know. And like, you're not gonna really impress that many people. And so, you know, if you find somebody who loves you and you love them back, and your guys' personalities they mesh, and you guys kind of have the same ideas about life. Don't be, keep looking for something, you know, that you're never going to find because then you'll end up being, you know, you, you'll be later in life and it's going to be much harder to find because the pool is going to be so much smaller and you're going to have to start sacrificing things. There's nothing wrong with maybe, I guess settling is a good maybe, maybe not settling, but just like finding something and be like, hey, I'm okay with this. You know, this is not... Not to be unrealistic with your expectations yeah, when it to comes be realistic, to spouse. Like, I'm not going to land a Brad Pitt, you know, because I'm probably, you know, like... Not Angelina Jolie. Not Angelina Jolie, exactly. <laughs> no, um, I think I, one of the uh, one of the and again, this is with very little experience, but I think the huge, huge benefit and like the quality of my marriage, I attribute a lot, and I think it's a very, very important part of marriage is a friendship. So like yeah. I legit we till this day I think we talked about it even today like I still see Ina as like my best friend I feel like even if we were not married I feel like we'll still like hang out and kick it and like go get wasabi and go get go to jazz alley and do all of these things. What were your What would your wife think about that? <laughs> Bro, you went to jazz alley one time. So I'm talking like it's a thing. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to make a thing. I'm trying to be the, the jazz. What is that connoisseur? Con- connoisseur. Yeah. No. So. And meaning that we hang out a lot, like before we got married. Name so five jazz artists. Kenny G. <laughs> this this G is not the episode about it. We'll do an episode about <laughs> jazz. <laughs> no, but I think it's very important because let's say a lot of times I think a person can be like high esteemed, don't say in a community or in a circle of friends, and it was like, oh my gosh, he or she is amazing. So you're like, let's say if you're single, like, oh dude, maybe I should marry them. But let's say you don't have like much in common, you can you don't have anything like to talk about to them, you will get really bored. And but if you're let's say Beauty is only skin deep, popularity is very temporary. But Ooh. finding somebody who can like who your souls can be friends, you know, not yeah. just like but like you have like a, a like, deeper connection. Like Ina like, thinks I'm the funniest dude ever. Like I don't like every time she says that I don't believe her. Wow, and yeah, I don't fall right? for it. I don't, what a tough woman. I, 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 would, I don't love. I mean, I don't believe her when she says that. But like, no, still, we don't believe her either. <laughs> but it still feels good when she says. I'm like, I, she almost convinces me sometimes. She's yeah. like, no, I really do. You think it's kind of like like. The, like, she, but even some, like ugly dog, y- and even like, a harder oh, one. You're the most pretty dog out, and there. that's where I was going. I was like, the being funny, like it's you know, it's very almost hard to you know, almost impossible to believe, and uh, but I think even harder one is that yeah, she thinks I'm good looking, and I'm like, you know, I feel like she says that because she feels like she needs to say it. I'm like, hey, I'm a guy. You don't <laughs> have to tell me I'm good looking. <laughs> like I bring other things to marriage. <laughs> Looks is not one of them. <laughs> 
but but she thinks I'm good looking, and like I think after three years, she's con- slowly convinced me, and I almost believe her that she really thinks that. With let's keep it that way. Let's not ruin it. Let's. Yeah. I think let, let her think. Let her think that. Huh? I think it was Hitler that said, "If you repeat a lie long enough, and maybe that's what she's doing. It. She's like, you're good looking. You're good looking, and she's like." Yeah, actually, it's not that bad looking. <laughs> so yeah, don't tell her anything. Let her keep thinking that I'm good looking. Uh, don't, no, don't ruin it for me. You're totally but right. But yeah, though. friendship, huge, huge. If you're like having fun, if you're hanging out and you're just like have stuff in common and your philosophy in life is similar, very uh, important. Yeah, very important. And I think with, without that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really hard to like... Uh, I don't know. I think, like, say, even for us, like, even today, I'm like leaving the house, and I'm like, legit, feels like she's like my girlfriend. I feel like she's my friend that we're living with. You know, my friends with benefits, and like, it's. I think it's a really dope thing to have. Like, you just feel like you're, you're friends, and you're married together, and you just live together. I think that's one of the best things to have in marriage, and I think it's. If I think it's developable, like you can become friends and say if you're not very close friends, but it's much I think be- easier when you are let's say feel like you have that like something in common and like you kind of click or whatever you guys friends not just because you click because you think she's hot and you're like yeah we talk about you know this and this and that's it and but you just you know yeah I mean I understand what you're saying it's like you you can fix her nose you can fix her teeth but you can't fix if you you don't jive you know. It's being friends is way more important than looks. I I don't actually mean fixing anything on anybody, but like I I feel like being like having a connection together is a lot more important. A lot of times, and that that's where a lot of a lot of us, well, I wouldn't say a lot of us, that's where some people fall short. Is that when they're looking for a spouse, number one, per, no number one place we are looking for. Let's be honest, all of us. First thing we look at is looks, like and really. I th- no, <laughs> you you are a a, a well evolved human, but uh, and I feel like that's that's where we miss out on a lot. Is uh, there are people a lot of people are intelligent, funny, and a lot of times and a lot of people we'd want to you know hang out with. So like, I feel like what Vat is saying is like you got to be best friends with that person and like the the whole friend zone thing. I feel like if you're in the friend zone. Maybe like uh, you shouldn't get a yeah. I actually I have a yeah the whole friend zone thing. I think it, it's like it's, I, I think it's I wrong think it's, too. It's mentioned a lot less now. I think it used to be like a, a bigger thing. It just became but, a meme and people. Just yeah, but it. I actually when I like got a little bit older and I'm like yeah I'm twenty twenty eight already. Uh, yeah, I know. Dude, hitting it up <laughs> there. I know. I know. Three. <laughs> how uh, how was I start landing the plane now? Huh? Nothing. No, but for like I think no, bro. That's like a huge benefit. Like the whole. And I think when you're like a teenager, you're like, ah, friend zone, it's going to be so awkward. I think when you get older, I'm like, that's actually awesome. Yes. You've been friends for like 10 years. Yes. And then you get married. That's dope. Instead of like, no, it's going to be awkward. We're like friends. And like. I think, I know we already talked about this, but I think one of the like most suckiest things or ironic things about life is that like you don't know things until they already happen. Like when you're like hindsight twenty twenty. Yes, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like when you're a teenager and you're single and you're looking, at it, it all seems so complicated and so hard. But as soon as like you pass that stage, you're like, wow, I was so stupid. Like why didn't I just listen to people who yeah. told me things? Like yeah, like when podcasters tell you if you find a girl cute, just come up and talk to her. Like w- same thing. Like why didn't I listen to them? Is that's, that's kind of what you're saying? Hey, actually, that's so what Ruben did. And he actually, literally, I was gonna say free piece of advice. It was one of the first episodes you guys did. I think Mario, I think Mario's just like yo, 
a guy, dude, just don't overthink it. Just ask her. And Vasya always told me this too. But literally, as a guy who's recently engaged, literally the easiest, most simple piece of advice, guys, do not overthink it. Just be like, girl, I like you. And if she says no, like, bro, she says no, like, okay, life will suck for like two weeks and you'll be fine. If she says yes, it's literally the best feeling ever and you grow and then, you know, you get engaged and you're planning a wedding and stuff. But literally, probably the biggest piece of advice I had, even while I was single, was like, dude, don't overthink it. If she likes you, if you think she, she likes you, just ask her. And if she says no, she says no. If she says yeah, bro, like literally that's a jackpot. And we, you know, as Gotta guys, risk maybe, it for the may, biscuit. Maybe it's, guys, <laughs> maybe it's guys, but we overthink everything. And it's just one of those things you're just like, hey, girl. I, I like think, you, yeah, yeah, we're just worried to take an L. Let's say you come out and you're like, yo, I like you. And she's like, uh, I think you're kind of ugly. And you're like, dang it. <laughs> Lack of experience. I, I thought you, didn't, you wouldn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, but I think uh, actually we had a conversation. With, I don't know with who we had about it, about this, and I think let's say if you're a guy, and you know you have to like hang out with the girl so she like you know at least knows who you are. You're not gonna come up to like a random girl. I think there's like a story in like a Slavic community that said um, it worked out a, for me. A guy a guy walked up to a girl uh, after church and was like, "Holy Spirit told me that you're gonna be my wife," and she's like. Oh man, that's good, but let me talk to my husband first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you want to at least meet the person, you know, figure out, you know, who they are, meet them, introduce them, but definitely don't drag out too long. And I think one of the yeah. things is if she's like a mature girl, she will be okay with you telling you like, yo, I like you. Like, you're not going to be a weird creep about it. If she's playing games. Yeah. Right, if she's like, right. oh my gosh, like it's so awkward. Then you probably want to know that, you know, much sooner than six months, you know, of trying to like be around her, and then six months later, be like, "Yo, I like," you. and she's like, "I don't like you," and you're like, "Daniel, I wasted six months." So I think if she's like a mature, I think if a girl's like, "Oh my gosh, that was so awkward and weird," and ta da da, if you're like, if you're like a normal guy and like doing like a not in a creepy way, if a girl's mature and grown up, you know, young lady, she's like, she will respect it. She will reply in a respectful way if she let's say doesn't see the same way you see her. Then she will be super respectful towards you, or she'll be like, "That's actually so much respect." I think more often than not, even though girls say like, "Oh, you know, like if you, when like literally I'm a teenager, girls like that's so awkward." But I think a mature girl will like super respect you as a dude. If you're like, "Yo," even you can even say, "I think." If you're like, "Yo," not trying to be weird, but hey, I hang out with you. You know, we hang out a couple times. I don't know too much about you, but I think you're super chill and like I want to take you out on a date or whatever. And I, I'm almost, I almost feel hypocritical giving that advice because I always sucked at that, uh, of like being super straight just up. Didn't know. Uh, I would, just, yeah, I think, yeah, I like, I would, I'd be okay asking girls to hang out, but I'd never tell them like my intention, like, hey, let's grab coffee, and it would be like one on one, but like, I wouldn't be like, hey, I think you, I'm interested in you. I would, I always sucked at having those like commitment issues. Those no, just like <laughs> having the conversations that like DTRs yeah. that determine the relationship conversations yeah, always yeah. or if they're, if they're playing games him or her if they're playing games just give them a couple more years to to, to ripen yeah so you want to know s- r- sooner rather than later if you're wasting your time or not okay I want to talk about something it's, we're going to take a little bit of a dark turn I don't know about dark but a bit of a U-turn um, and only because this is I think an issue in the Slavic community no wait up wait up Ooh, cliffhanger. But before we get there, ooh. Uh, An ad this was not planned. <laughs> that, I know. that was a tease. Cash app. Do you get tired of sleeping on your hot pillow? <laughs> My pillow. <laughs> yeah, 
But wait, there is more. <laughs> uh, quick, don't take too long. Or we'll see how it goes. Do you guys think there is the one? Let's talk about that after this one. Let's okay. end it on a good note. Okay. Not that this is a bad note, but... Let's it's just more heavier. It's more emotional. It's heavier, yeah. And I think before we address that, I think we should give concern and be considerate. That's the word I was looking for. Be considerate. Uh, now, the many people don't have... But don't very, don't give it away. Very good marriages, or have you know hardships in their life, and they go through very hard, you know, hopefully seasons. But I think some people yeah, go through years. Not, not, what we're trying to say is not not that they don't have good marriage, but they're not in a good season of marriage. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but sometimes people like go through like years, and I think a lot of times it could be even decades. And I think what we wanted to mention today, and again. In as much considered way as possible for us, in like in no disrespectful way, we're not trying. We're just talking about it. We're this, yeah. that's what we're about. Yeah, it's happening, and right. I don't think we need to make this big disclaimer. It's it's a problem. It happens, and we can be frank about it. And no, I think the consideration is from the not, part of like if somebody is listening and they they are going through that, you don't want to be very like. I think yes, there is science and facts and truth, but there's also I think. Sometimes just because something is true, you know, it needs to be addressed in a considerable way, not just like, well, it's happening, so face it. And it's like, um, no, you could be said a little differently. Don't care about your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So all you're all liberal. S- you do not listen to Ben Shapiro. In all seriousness, here, okay. Um, so the Slavic community, and this dates back a long time before I was born, but there has been a pattern of domestic abuse. And a lot of this kind of um, maybe relates to the fact that, I mean, that area was never as, like, maybe not as modernized as the West. And maybe their beliefs and values are still very, like, medieval. That, you know, women are more along the lines of, like, property and, like, they don't have any rights. And I'm the boss because I'm a man. Um, but it's I think it's under... Maybe not underdiagnosed, but it's definitely like under the radar. I think it happens more than people think. I think some people aren't even aware. Especially, I think the younger generation. Well, I guess if they're living in families and it's happening in their families. Right. Well, yeah, I think just it happens in the Russian community or in the Slavic communities. I and mean, obviously, it happens in other communities too. Any community around the world. Well, we're happens. most familiar with Slavic yes, community. We were talking about the Slavic community on this show. so And it happens. And um, a lot of these people are church going people. Uh, you see them on Sunday, and you would never have an idea that some, there's something going on, you know, under the surface. But at home, there's, and it can go both ways. It can be, you know, wife like abusing the husband verbally or physically, or it could be the other way, you know, husband abusing the wife verbally or physically. And it's a thing. It's definitely a problem. Um, I know. I've never been a member. I've never been invited, but there's a Facebook group uh, where a lot of Slavic women in the area they're all a part of. I think it's called like Slavic Christian ladies or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, obviously, we don't have access to it. We're not Slavic Christian ladies, but um, just I've heard of it and I've heard some of the things that go on it. I mean, people talk and it's kind of a community, like a private community for Slavic women in our area to share their concerns with each other. It's like anonymous and and a lot of the topics on there are things like, you know, abuse and this and that and things that get pretty nasty, you know, and it's hard to believe that, you know, there's maybe people that I know that would be capable of doing such things, but it's totally happening, you know, just like it does in the rest of the world. This isn't a Slavic specific problem, but 
So I guess where we're going with this, do you think that people, I mean, do you think you can, let's say you get married, everything is good, and then, you know, you go through one of these seasons in life where things get hard, and one person or the other, I mean, it's majority men abusing the women. Yeah. But let's say your spouse just loses it and loses, you know, flies off the handle and does something. Can you come back from that? Is that like a forgivable thing? Or just once it happens, that's like, that's game over. That's a deal breaker. I can't believe you did that to me. You violated me. I don't trust you. Or is it one of those things? Or does it like vary on the degree of severity? Like, you know, if it's just, I only went this far or I went that far. Like, I can forgive this, but this I can't forgive. You know, what do you, what do you think about all that? Obviously, us being here as men, I mean, we're trying to be considerate of this. We're not trying to, you know, blame, yeah, and just, blame anybody. And here. this is just an opinion and it could be, you know inaccurate opinion we could be wrong but definitely open to feedback well roman what are your thoughts in my opinion it it goes back to any sin it's a is that a pattern or is this a one-time thing like if you are a lot like if you if your sin is a lie is it a um did you did you lie once and you feel bad about it what if you only murdered once well, if you murdered once, then you made a mistake. And yes, in the, in the society, you you know you, pay, you still pay a high price. But if you murder a lot, you're a serial killer, which is much worse. But uh, I think if it's it happened once to, to me, if it happened once, or it is a is is it a pattern like going back to sin, like any kind of sin. If it happened once, you you ask forgiveness. You know, you move on from it. You learn. And it happened once. Or if it's a pattern, then that's when it becomes a really big problem. So I think in my limited view of this, and I'm not claiming to be any, uh, be anything or anyone knows, I just, I'm just going to put in a very broad sense of just sin. Is it a pattern of behavior or is it just a one-time thing? But do you think that maybe like that one time it happens and you can't – you can like – even if you do forgive them and you guys work on it, but in your in the back of your mind, you'll always know that this person is capable of doing no, this. And no, you'll I, always... I, I think, I think, of, I think life is long and I think there's a lot of things that can happen once or twice, a lot of things. And I'm not just saying uh, abuse or anything heinous, just anything, anything in this long life can happen once people or are twice. Not perfect. Yeah. People are not perfect, but a habit and a pattern, that's a problem. And that's just my opinion. What about you guys? Man, it's a it's a heavy, a heavy topic, yeah. and I think very and, sensitive. Uh, and I guess topic. sorry, I mean I don't know if maybe this is getting too broad, but obviously, like most of us here, we got spanked as kids. But some people take it to to the level of like child abuse, you know, where like kids are getting abused either just like physically out of anger or you know. So are we mostly w- talking about like a husband, just, a spouse, yeah, and like a husband, that. a husband wife. Let's stick with that. That's getting too. Broad. I think I think if you're a if you're a dude, and if I think it's mostly uh, younger people listening to this, so me, I don't think it's gonna be a, you know uh, a big thing. But if you're a dude, and if you ever physically, if you ever physically aggressive with your wife, I think in a respectful way or not respectful way, I think you're a punk and a weak man. Because that's just you not controlling your emotions. And I don't care what the reason is. I don't care what she said. I don't care what she did. The buck stops with you. If you ever, let's say, cross the line where 
almost scared to say that you swung or whatever. I don't care who, what she said, what the mother-in-law said or what he or she did. No, the blame is 100% on you. The responsibility is 100% on you. There is, I'm a strong believer, 100% believer that there is never a good enough reason. There is never a good enough explanation that where you're going to be, where you can convince me to be like, well, the reason is because this and you tell your side of the story. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. I understand now. No, I think no matter what, you're a dude, be a man, control your emotions. I think in those moments, I think it is a loss of control, loss of control of your emotions. And it's never the, you're like taught about it. And you're like, you know what? This is a good decision to do right now. Let's do it. I think it's a loss of control. And I think you, it's a very serious thing. And if a girl ever goes through that, I think it's very okay to contact authorities, contact some leadership, contact somebody that you trust, seek help, especially if it's a repeated thing. Seek help. But the thing is, it's easier said than done because if you love somebody, you know that they're going to know, might get owned, might get this. But especially if it's a repeated thing, whatever the, you know, the version of this abuse or whatever may be, it's never an excuse for it. I think it should be stopped. It should be stopped immediately. And and I think the sooner you look, get help, the sooner you will help the person. Because the person obviously needs help. The person that's doing this obviously needs support, needs to be corrected. And just view as you're trying to help the person because you love them. And obviously they're, they have a problem. They have a very serious problem. And yeah, I, and again, and I think Slavic culture, uh, I think even like sometimes certainly like, you know, older people talking or something and it could be mentioned, you know, in a, like almost like in a very lighthearted way, like in more like casual way. And I think it's like a culture that was like, kind of like what Mario mentioned, like you're a man and she's a woman. There's a difference. And if, you know, if a force needs to be applied, it's, and I think it's very different now, but I think it was, it was more so in the past. But yeah, I think it's a, it's an insanely sensitive topic. And I think I'm, yeah, I don't think there's ever an excuse. I don't care if it's whatever it is. And I think if it happens, it needs to be like, you know, like a, a pathway to regain the trust and it's definitely no not an unforgivable sin but there's definitely a process it's not hey i did this today but i said sorry so why are you still tripping it's like no there is needs to be like a pathway to regain the trust yeah yeah and i agree some with that. Sort of help. so you think that you can come back from that you know? uh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, that was the question if it happened like once can you come back from that no i think so uh, sometimes you know it could be happening even a longer period of time let's say and then finally you seek help and you can get help you know from the most crazy situations and you a person i'm a strong believe believer in people changing and becoming better people if you know they decide to but it's not a, a one-time thing i think a lot of times it could be like oh i said sorry so that must be it so let's forget and move forward and i think in those serious situations it doesn't happen like that because 
yes, it's a mistake, but it's usually levels of getting to the you know mistake. So it's not you're like lovey dovey, you never think anything evil. Then all of a sudden you snapped and you did something crazy. A lot of times it's like usually build it's, up. Yeah, a build up, a build up. So like you should have like stopped yourself, or you should have like found help earlier before. right right you don't you don't a problem like that you don't just address a problem you have to go to the root of the problem make sure it doesn't happen again you have to address the root so kind of changing thing i mean none, so do you think everything that you just said good stuff i agree with you do you think and i know it's much more rare and it you know but do you think that applies if it's vice versa if it's a wife that's like abusing her husband like yeah and that happens verbally maybe or maybe even physically you know yeah, I think. Do you we'll, think we'll, that's all the same still applies, or just yeah, you're a man? Like, I, no, t- of t- course t- it could be abuse both ways, and let's say maybe less physically, but could be yeah, emotional and putting down and like constant, you know, like intentional disrespect or something. And maybe guys can like try to suck it up and you know, be like yeah, I'm fine, it's okay. But I think in anything, I I think I feel more strongly towards men because I'm like, yeah, you're a man. Yeah. shut up it's your fault with women i mean if you know that what you're doing is evil then of course like take responsibility yes maybe you don't you know you disagree something with your husband or you know you wish he did something different but that doesn't give you the right to be an abusive person either emotionally or abusive and again if you are the abuser don't try to make excuses don't try to pin on somebody else no you're the freaking abuser the responsibility with you freaking stop uh, and that's only yours yeah and like because i think a lot of times they do come up with excuses and reasons and like explanations like no well she knows that i hate this so why would she say or why would she bring it up so if she wouldn't wouldn't bring it up or whatever the situation may be so no i think yeah there is i don't think there's never an, a good enough excuse for that kind of behavior and if you're a dude get help as soon as possible and yeah figure yourself out and think you'll save yourself and people around you yeah i agree i think women in general are the gentler sex i think men are the ones that were more like full of testosterone and sometimes anger yeah, and we're not as good stronger as, in general right we're not as good at controlling our emotions so i think you're right it is it is our responsibility you can't blame your anger. You can't blame things because you need to be able to control that because that's just part of being a you know a member of society. You can't just run on your emotions because what's next? You're gonna murder somebody, you know, or something like that. It's it's our your responsibility to control that. And if you can't talk it out, you know, go talk to somebody. Try to seek some help. And I think that's kind of and that also is. I'm not trying to like bag, but I think it is true that. Like we mentioned earlier that in our culture, in the Slavic culture, it's uh, definitely like people don't care about it as much. It's kind of more of like, ah, like you talked, like it's kind of a lighthearted people brush it off. And that's why I feel like a lot of uh, women, they'll try to like, maybe they will try to seek help. They'll be like, you know, there's a problem. This has been going on. I need to seek help. So who do they go to? They go to their church pastor, right? But a lot of times these pastors, they're going to be they're going to be going along with kind of like, hey, you know, like, let's just maybe brush this. And I, I am, this is a very broad statement. I know it does not apply to everyone, but um, just from things that I've heard and people that I've talked to that there's been instances where, you know, like you seek help, you go out, you try to get the help. And, uh, you know, a lot of these 
women, they'll go to these church leaders, and then these church leaders will almost be kind of on the husband's side because they'll be like, you know, he just got angry. No, just forgive him. Like, the Bible says forgive, um, you know, and they won't take it as seriously because they're also part of their culture. You know, they're, they're a product of that culture. It's not, you know, it's not their fault. They just, that's all they know. So they'll try to kind of, they'll maybe brush it off a little bit, you know, not take it as seriously. Um, so if you're having, I feel like if you're having a problem and you don't think that maybe, you know, that person is good for you, there's plenty of other resources. You know, there's, you should never let yourself live in that kind of terror and that kind of danger. And even when you go out for help, you know, they just shrug it off. I think that if you ask for help, it should be taken seriously. Uh, there's plenty of places you can go and ask for help. I mean, any hospital, any police station, any like shelter, there's there's lots and lots of places that are a resource for that. And um, there's no reason why you should live like that. Um, nobody should be subject to that kind of thing. Um, and just speaking from our culture and from like, you know, what we what it is. Um, see, you know, if, if you're not getting the help you need, keep keep going. Seek seek for the help. That yeah, you need and I think it's almost like looking for help. The, you know, and the I, abuser, you know, so it's like, yes, you're s- s- trying to find help for yourself, but also trying to help the person that's obviously yeah. has and very, se- very be, serious issues. There'll be children involved and that just complicates it and that almost like imprisons you. I yeah, like the you're point like you that Vice made earlier uh, also that uh, a lot of times where like you, by by you saying something about about them is how you think of it as helping them because a lot of times they don't like if if the person truly needs help they won't see that you know th- that they're doing something wrong um it's it's one of those things like yeah the person needs help and you to work through but they also need to know that they need help and just uh if you if you feel like um you know that that's happening and um i like think of it as like the the like you like you will be the like if you say something to somebody you will be helping that person the perpetrator or um and you should never yeah. feel that way in your home like obviously people fight intentions get high but if you ever feel that your safety or your kid's safety is at risk that something might happen because there's been plenty of cases even within the slavic community where one of the spouse you know one spouse will just fly off you know like they'll go crazy and they'll there's been murders and there's been all sorts of crazy things that happened and you know, nobody should be subject to that kind of terror inside your own home, and definitely get out of there. You know. And yeah, and I think, uh, and yeah, this is this got heavy very quickly. Like, I didn't okay. wasn't planning to get get it this heavy, but and I think it's good. To a lot, a lot of time. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, this is like meaningful life stuff. I'd rather talk about this, like the, the stuff that's actually meaningful in life and has like weight to it than talk about some random, I don't know what else. But I think one of the things, and I probably should move on after this, is the the person that you know that's, is the one that's in trouble. A lot of times they would blame themselves, like, ah, uh, I said this, or I did this to him, or I yeah. said this to him, so, man, I should have known better, I knew he didn't like this, or, you know, I knew I knew this makes him mad, so, man, I should have not said this, or do this, and it's like, no, if it's still the buck stops with him, just, be, you can't give him an excuse, uh, hey, you knew better, you should have known, the buck still stops with a f- dumb abuser, and like no it's still his responsibility just because somebody said something or did something doesn't give him a right doesn't give him a license uh, a permission to be an evil person no matter what happens 
But one thing, uh, one but, thing I want to add, and then I know we're trying to close up. Uh, it was good that you said, and I think in our Slavic community, people like hesitate. But I think using authorities, like Mario said, just like running to a hospital. I think for our Slavic authorities, or, or sorry, our, our Slavic people, there's like this tendency mentally where it's like pastors know everything, or like for some reason like church figureheads. And I think it's literally 100% totally okay to run to the cops. Like they're there to provide safety. Sometimes we look at cops and we're like, oh, they give us tickets or whatever, you know, whatever our mind crosses. But I think it's really important to emphasize the fact that, you know, if, if it comes to that, don't be scared to avoid the pastoral route and just go straight to the authorities. I mean, like Mario and Vice both said, if your life is at stake, there's like nothing that should almost stop you from running to someone that could actually help you, you know? So that was just like a one thing. A I very to large percentage of like murders and rapes and very violent crimes are committed by family members or spouses of DV. the person. Hmm? DV, domestic violence. Yeah, so like the chances of you being murdered by somebody random off the street is like astronomically low. Most likely it's going to be either your spouse or like yeah. a friend of yours. Yeah, somebody that you so know. So if you're feeling like you're not safe, you need to get, you know you need to get somewhere where you're safe because chances are that can escalate. Into if that something. person has tendency of losing mm-hmm. control. Yep. But yeah, no, a, de- a home should definitely be in one of the examples uh, that me, like Ina and I remind each other of. And I am I feel very lucky and blessed that I get to have a home like that where I think it's still from Mark Driscoll's like very, very old marriage series. And he used an example. He was preaching through Song of Solomon and he called, like used the home as an example, as a garden. A garden when you come home and relax and rejuvenate and re-energize. <laughs> and I'm so lucky and blessed. And I know, you know, maybe, you know, there are people that don't have this. Is that like, I come home and that's literally, I feel like life and work and hassle and all this like stressful things happens in life. But then I come home and I feel like it's like my like almost... Like in a, in a way, almost like a hiding place or like a safe space away from the world where I'm like, I feel safe, I feel loved, I feel, you know, together with my wife, with my best friend, and I'm just there and I feel like I re-energize and that's my time to relax and time to sp- spend time with family and rejuvenate together and that's like what my home is, that's what, like what I come home to and I wish, you know, that like everybody could have that. And I think it's possible. And for some, you know, it's, it will take some work and it'll take a lot of work. But I think both people, you know, want to be loved, want to be respected, want to be treated well. And both should, you know, shoot towards that and, you know, work hard to for home to be truly a home where you come home and you're safe and you're loved and you're respected and treated well. Yep. Very nicely said. Oh man, so this, was, this was heavy, dude. Let's, but take, we should have to let's <laughs> take like ten seconds to switch gears. Um, <laughs> how, how do you transition from this, <laughs> Roman? Do you have any jokes? I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know if jokes appropriate right now. I do. No, I don't know if jokes appropriate right now. Well, because well, we went f- we went from like Valentine's Day and lovey dovey and feelings I to like super heavy. How about a quote? Anyone has a good quote? Huh? Ooh, like maybe like a good quote. 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 quote, quote but quote. you're the quote guy. Room, I have a good quote. A dead clock is right twice a day. What, is, what, what does that mean? I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> a dead what is clock it? is there like is a, lo- right a twice love a quote, day. something about like a Valentine's Day quote. No, no, no. You, you don't get that. You don't get it. I don't get it. 
a dead clock is still right twice. Well, a day. I know I get the ba- uh, I don't get it in the He's context of the this. meaning. Oh, there's yeah, no the context. Okay, no, of course I get the to what the. Okay, but I I still the quote. I still don't get what that's supposed to apply to. I get that it's right twice. Because you're day. probably young, so you don't remember. But we used to have like back back in the day before like you were born. <laughs> We used to have these clocks and, yeah, the, I know that. and the lines go around. So if it's broken, I'll say it's broken at 12.15. Yeah. <laughs> twice a day, right. it'll it's be right. 12.15. Okay. So what is that supposed to apply to in life? I even, understand that even like, Nothing. Even somebody who's Let's say even, even dumb people stupid. can say something smart. Oh, okay. Yeah, like ev- eventually they'll just by coincidence or... Right, because they say so much stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's actually correct. Yeah. Okay, but then they'll sense. like for another 12 hours, it'll be wrong, you know. I like the clarification. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew about those uh, round things on the walls. Yeah. yeah the bird comes out. Goes, dude, 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 dude. Dude. Oh, dude. Oh, hey, How do people tolerate that? Like, right? you, at night? Or the ones with the gongs? Like, yeah. Dong, yeah, dong, like 12, 12 times. <laughs> Mario, Question. Do, do you believe. Oh, okay, go ahead. Question. Do you guys think there is the one? Hold on. Can you ask me this question first? <laughs> is that what you were going to ask? Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Do you believe in the one? Oh, do I believe in the one? And, and again, we have to reestablish our authority. When it comes to marriage and relationships and all things love, Dude, everyone knows that we don't know like Jack. That. Everybody no. knows that we don't know what we're talking about. Huh? Everybody no, I, knows that we don't know what we're talking about. I thought I thought that we are like the climb the epi, What was the word I'm looking for? Oh, we're at the pinnacle. 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 Oh. pinnacle. pinnacle. Oh. Yes. We're the pinnacle. Of Everybody knows that things. we are the pinnacle of knowledge. Okay, you just, we, we, we <laughs> Which one f- is it, Mario? We are people f- believe what they want to believe. We are the fountain of wisdom. Oh yeah, yeah. that's good. You know what would be dope? Like just if kidding. we listen to this in like 20 years, if God willing, we're alive, and we're going to think that like, how dumb do we sound? <laughs> <laughs> like, we were freaking in our mid-20s, giving philosophies on like these I w- life we, we won't have to worry about it. In we 20- might be celebrities by that point. No, but in 20 years, the world's going to fall apart. We're going to be living in our caves with our sticks. We're oh, yeah, 12 years, according yeah, to Ocasio-Cortez. 12 years, and we're game over, bro. Yeah. yeah. We're Global be, warming. So, so why are we worrying about it? Is we're what I'm saying. Yeah. buying grass with our Bitcoins. Yeah. Well, no, not, not buying grass with their bitcoins. Guys, I mean, like, you guys hear about tables for JP sticks. Morgan started their own uh, cryptocurrency? I do not. JP Morgan, bro. What? They When Bitcoin came out, they heck a trash. They're yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Trash. Wiped it off and literally released their own Bitcoin. They said it's going to be like super convenient for like, what? forgot which area of transactions. So, yep, JP Morgan officially has their own. JP uh, Morgan, that's Chase Bank. Yeah. yeah. But they're officially their, whole, their own crypto. Woods. Okay. Nice. So let's reorient. Do you believe in the one, Mario? The one. The one for you? The one for me? Do you believe Anna was the only girl for you ever? And if you married anyone else ever, you, you would be dead wrong and it would be unhappy forever? <laughs> no. Okay. okay no, that doesn't sound very romantic, though. I don't know. care. That's just logic. <laughs> That's like saying like you. Yeah. Facts don't care don't, about your I feelings. I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm actually with Mario on this one. I, not that I don't. Not that I don't believe that there's. I feel like there, it's very fifty-fifty. But my logical side is very okay. much like. Listen, I'm, if there was the one for you, there's Earth. We're c- coming up, encroaching on eight billion people on this huge Earth. If there was the one for you... She probably speaks Mandarin. Yes! <laughs> Chances are she speaks either Pakistani, or Indian, or Mandarin. Because that's like half the world population right there. Like just but what if the one for you It has to be Ukrainian is the one? Like, Why? It, Why does that, that have to be the one? You know, the proximity and the likeness well, maybe and the worldview. U- maybe she's in Ukraine. But she doesn't speak English. She doesn't live in Federal <laughs> okay. So you have so you, total very so different views. you're adding views. all these restrictions to it now. And now you're just proving my point that the one does not exist. There's no magic. Dang, I feel like that's a controversial so point uh, of view. Uh, 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 what was Ruben saying? 
Well, I'm, I'm, my, I'm, okay, my side, I'm more with Mario on this one. I think there's, I think it's less of, oh, you're the one and more like, I'm, I'm almost like we were talking about earlier. You're going to choose to love this person. So yeah. that's, that's my final answer. Yeah. Okay, but that's, bit. that's ultimate love is I choose you to be the one every day. So basically, yeah. Yeah. So you're and choosing to make this person your one. Yeah. So there's no such thing as the one. Yeah. Being married is basically finding somebody, usually in your very close proximity, within like five miles of where you live, who goes to the same church as you, who speaks the same language I choose as you. To, I choose to disagree with you that because every movie that I ever watched would be wrong. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> be a random coincidence on a subway. <laughs> I can't have that. And their eyes meet, you know. No. Y- you find somebody who... Who, like you said earlier, that you drive, that you your personalities can mesh, that you have kind of the same outlooks on life, that you kind of agree on things generally. Because what if you find the one and they like they're way different than you? Like they're super like I don't know some weird belief, and you're just like, wait, you're my one? Like hold up, yeah. No, it's you find somebody. It's based on your location. It's like if I was born in New York City. Okay. I ninety nine point nine percent. I can bet you that I would marry somebody from New York. Okay. And I, but I was born in Washington, and I married somebody from Washington. Okay. And so it's about proximity, first of all, and then it's about filter, world worldview. So filtering what, down, like. So what you're saying is, if I go to Ukraine and I meet a nice girl, she's not the one because she's not very proximity to me. Oh, she's gonna be the one to get a green card off of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I, I do understand what you're saying and I think I, I agree with you and I think it's all about like, all like, like have you ever been you. Sh- shopping for a car online and you'll search like I don't know like, like uh, Honda Civic SI Honda Civic SI and then there'll be like 10,000 results Yes, and then you start filtering down you're like I want a manual I want a blue one I want the leather seats option. Oh yeah, like the and it starts like there's car, less and less cars. dot com. Like there's a bunch of cars yeah. driving. Yeah. Some of them drive. They take right. the exit and then yeah. the blue cars. And then going the perfect straight. car is just right yeah. there in front of you. Yeah. So you just basically t- tell a bunch of girls to take the exit. Sometimes you take a hike. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Kidding. Kidding. Carried away. Carried away. Palm the brakes. Palm the brakes. The point is that you're just basically you go and you filter and you filter through all these potential. Spouses for yourself. How many potential spouses did you filter through, Mario? You sound, you make it sound like you've, uh, you're like a sultan or something. I'm like Solomon, bro. I don't know, I don't know what sultan means. Seven hundred wives. The guy, the guy from Aladdin. I don't, it's I know. Like a, it's like a, uh, when I came to America, he, uh, I went to middle school right away. So I came when I was older, well, like 11, 12 years you old. You probably skipped a very important history class in the Ottoman Empire. A sultan like was. A king. I don't know history very well. That's By the way, Mario, shout out to you for the last episode. I was uh, trying to heck a rush you through the history part of Ukraine. I got a lot of feedback that that was a really interesting part, and we should do a more detailed one. I know. So you're just an we'll ig- ignorant. Yeah, I just suck at history, and I thought like I'm not interested, so nobody is. So we will do a more, and we we may have a guest for that one as well, and like collaborate and like plan on like centuries back or how long we need to and almost do like a century by century history of uh, how ukrainians came to be but that's in parentheses so that's apology for future. hesitantly accepted indirectly <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you how ukrainians came to be at first there was solo and nothing else but okay solo. putin guy putin lover <laughs> your opinion is discredited right now anyways so you basically filter through all these people and because 
because you just have your natural like things that you are attracted to like oh I like tall girls or I like short girls or whatever else you're attracted to and then personality wise I want a girl who is silly you know I want somebody who I can laugh with or you're like no I want somebody who's like very mature and very like serious because that's how I am or something and you filter through all these things and basically the pool becomes fairly small based on your location obviously like if I go to New York and I read re- this whole thing there's a whole other pool of potential people to marry but I live here and you narrow it down narrow it down and you find somebody who is so is it like the best who fit checks, or yes, what it is the best fit you find somebody who's a good fit you'll never find the perfect fit you find somebody who's a good fit and somebody who's willing to put up with you <laughs> so what do you think people mean when they mean the one what do they mean by that, that. I think, that's, a, I think they, that's what they mean I think that's just like a, a thing created by Hollywood that like just this idea of like this the one that like you're destined to meet this person on the subway because you dropped your newspaper and then you bumped over romanticized love over romanticized yeah it's you, like they you, you speak better English than I do <laughs> they over romanticize romance kind of yeah and I feel like it's just like like we talked about earlier like marriage does not necessarily have to be this a like, crazy romantic thing it's just like you find somebody who's willing to live life with you and biologically um, speaking, somebody who's, best who's willing to, li- to reproduce as well because that's our like biological purpose on this earth. Uh, find somebody who's willing to live with you, who's willing to put up with you, who's willing to try to make themselves better for you and vice versa with the two of you and then somebody to hopefully have a family yeah, with. That's what friends do, best friends do. So yeah, if you're like, find a best friend and you're like, hey, I'd love to spend my life with her. And she's my really good friend. She's my, you know, very close friend. And you want to spend the life. And I guess you can ask, like, is it possible for you to be best friends with somebody else? And I guess, you know, each like one. me, huh? Like me? <laughs> no, you have to be a girl. We're best friends. No, yeah, you're not a girl. Ina's my best friend. So you're gonna have another best friend girl? No, Ina's my best friend. But yeah, I guess uh, I think the whole the one is let's very. Ask, let's ask Ruben. He's got engaged. Huh? Let's put him on the hot seat. About why? Is Maggie the one? Oh heck yeah! Once you marry, once you marry her, she is the one. Yeah. And the reason you got get married to her because I think because people sometimes use the whole the one as an excuse. They get married and they're like, "Oh, I realized that he's not the one or she's not the one." It's like, "Oh no! Like, why would you stick around with somebody for sixty years if he's not the one?" Like, no. Once you get married, she's the one. That's why you got married to her. And. it's not that he or she's not the one. It's just that you're going through a tougher season in life. And you got married to her, so she or he is the one. Yeah. But yeah, I, no, this, I think this was like I think that's just exciting. A lot, of, a lot of little girls watch Cinderella a few too many times and they expect... But then if you say stuff like this, it almost sounds very, you know, very counter culture and like... Bro, I'm, not so, very I'm so counter culture. <laughs> Like, whatever is in the cultural, I'll just be counter. <laughs> Doesn't matter, bro. good or bad, hey. I'll just be counter. 1969, what, summer of love. That, that, hey, that, that's what you got to do when everybody zigs, you got to zag. That's, Ooh. yeah. There's, there's, a, there's quote. a quote. Straight from the source. Boom. Straight from the donkey's mouth. Yeah. Yo, guys, we're uh, freaking like over an hour and 40 now, but wow. I think oh. we really enjoyed this. That was and I, I think say, people will really enjoy I think this. when we talk about the lengths of the episodes and... I always say, if there is something to talk about, talk about it. Like, what if we caught it at 35 minutes? We wouldn't talk about freaking 80% of the stuff. So, I think if yeah. there is stuff to talk about, if it's... If That's we're why having, there's a pause button. Huh? That's why there's a pause button. For what? Oh, yeah, podcast. for like podcast. You can press pause. Is there a mute button? Resume I, it later. Is there a mute button? You want to mute yourself? No, I'm going to mute you. Uh, Vice I, is trying I be, to I end. beat you to the punch. I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, what time is it? Okay, let's not let's not say the time. It's one o'clock. Okay, oh, wow. In the morning. Lying. <laughs> Lies. In the morning. Lies. But anyways, guys, thank you for sticking around. Shkra. Shkra. Uh, why why, why did I do shkra? Is that a thing? No, it's no, not a thing. No, it's not it's a thing. It's tiredness. Oh, okay. It's tiredness. It, it, like, yeah, it's, it, it's after 12 p.m. These guys are going to start admitting weird things right now. 12 p.m. He's tired, so it's okay. I'm exhausted. I haven't slept in okay, so long. Okay, come But no, guys, uh, real talk. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, feedback is always welcome. Uh, shoot us a DM. Social shoot us topic web, ideas. Because sometimes we, we just kind of... Come up with topics, I don't know, just off the top of our heads. Yeah, but I still think even the topics we come up with is the topics that we're interested about. It's now we're like, come up, just like, well, well, well let's talk about... Are we ever going to end this episode, guys? We, we can pick and choose from what people tell us. Yeah, like. you know, so feedback, comments, concerns, questions are always welcome. Social medias, whatever. What would people um, be concerned about? Huh? What people be concerned about? I don't know, maybe our point of views or maybe like you, our, our, you know, you're not being able to end the episode because bro, you're interrupting. I'm concerned about your views. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot more people are. But again, uh, if you want, uh, always like hesitate, but it's like whatever. Like nowadays, you can like block people yeah, or whatever. If you're not like off social media or whatever, feel free to shoot a text. Oh, we have the, way. the Twitter now. The spin seeds. Yeah, but like not a lot of people are on Twitter. What? Well, some oh. people are. Oh, yeah, but we are. Twitter. We're we're on Instagrams too, but I don't think we're gonna use Instagram very much. Why? I don't know. Maybe we will. Well, we have Instagram. We have Twitter. Shout out to Yuri Kruhin. By the way, if you listening on SoundCloud, this one, we are on Apple what? now, so you can subscribe. You Apple uh, Apple, so you can subscribe. Spirit download Spinning Seeds podcast. You can subscribe download the episode, and you yeah, will download. get notified. I'm gonna download all you five get, of them. You'll right get now. notified. Nice. When there's a new episode up and stuff, and much easier to use, pause, whatever, do 15, six, uh, 15 seconds back or fifteen or 30 seconds forward yeah. and stuff. So very convenient to use. Uh, we get paid to, five cents per yeah, download. Yeah, just download so. Apple Podcast app. And then, uh, no, we're, <laughs> we hey, don't get paid. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm downloading all four right now. We're yeah. Cool. And then, so yeah, find us on Apple Podcast. If you don't have an Apple Podcast uh, app, just download the app. You find us, Apple yeah, Spitting Seeds Podcast. And yeah, but if you get any questions, concerns, comments, shoot me a text. Um, uh, 206-859-1863. Hey, thanks so. for having me. It was Three. Time. Your room, that was dope. Yeah. That was cool. You added so much. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was super dope. We should do this more often, have like people pop random, in, you know? Random pop in. Yeah, even nice. if it's not like in, t- in sort of interview, interviewee, but just like, a, you know, yeah. part of the discussion is dope. Uh, uh, well, looks like... If somebody wants to join, shoot us a text and, you know, I we'll... Think, s- I think Nick is not so committed to this currently he's been he has, very busy he has he's life been, things going on so yeah, that's why we have a, a fourth chair that's open yeah, we have a fourth mic that's open we can have a rotating chair oh nice. always ooh. Yeah, always new person yeah maybe not always but when we can or yeah okay yeah so let's <laughs> wrap it up okay <laughs> we bring, guys we should bring girls on the show but have a female perspective we will that's a good idea equality See? All about it. Feminism is. I'm all hey, about it. You're complaining about us not e- ending. Equal, <laughs> equal opportunity or oh, equal outcome. Are we I shooting know, guys, for equal opportunity or equal outcome? Press the button. Equal opportunity. Press the button. Press the button. Mm-hmm. But that's now Ocasio Cortez. She wants equal outcome well, for bro, everybody. She's like, okay, hey, okay, wow. <laughs> Amazon, right. you're out of here. Don't give me started we on AOC. We love Amazon. Amazon is great for the country. Oh, wow. and not in my city. Great for Seattle. That's crazy. Okay. It's Capitalism wins. <laughs> okay, guys, All right, good guys. Night. Much love.